Are you tempted by the buy now, pay letter plans that are popping up everywhere during the holiday season? Do you think that they were a smart way to get the gifts you want without breaking the bank? Think again. These plans may seem like a convenient and affordable option, but they can actually trap you in a cycle of overspending and debt. In this episode of the Financial Mirror, I'll reveal the hidden cost and risk of buy now, pay later plans and give you some tips on how to avoid them. Stay tuned and learn how to make very wise financial decisions for yourself and your loved ones this upcoming holiday season. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Thanks for joining me today on The Financial Mirror, where we continue to improve the one thing that we can control ourselves. Here at The Financial Mirror, it's not about the money and spreadsheets alone, but about transforming and educating you on money so that you can make smart financial decisions. If this is your first time joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube and Meta to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave a five-star review and a written comment as both go a long way in helping us get this information out to more and more listeners. Uh, written comments uh, you know, really help the algorithms to get this, this message out there. Uh, so do us a solid and go ahead and leave that five-star review and a written comment. And just tell us what you thought of the episode maybe what you learned, maybe something that you want to pass on to another listener that, that you've tried in the past and how it relates to these buy now, pay later plans, or just how the financial mirror has helped you educate yourself around money. And you're now making better financial decisions. The holiday season's here. And for many, that does mean that you are busting the budget on gifts, potentially maybe some parties, maybe some traveling, and many other things that come with the holiday season. I can tell you that uh, there's been you know, tons of planning around food. There's been tons of planning around travel. There's been tons of planning around all these different things. Um, but the one thing that gets everybody caught up is gifts, 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 gifts. Of course, expenses around this time of year do add up quickly, um, especially for those shoppers that may be turning to these buy now, pay later financing plans, which we're going to discuss in detail. Uh, maybe those that did not exactly plan for this time of the year that is now snuck up on them and they treat this time of the year like they do all their other shopping adventures where they just wait till the last minute to go out and do something. So that has led a lot of people to kind of being in a pickle, right? They're kind of in a pickle because they have on one end, they have this need to, to get gifts and to go on these like uh, traveling uh, trips to to visit family and friends and things of that nature to host different you know Thanksgiving uh, Christmas times of the year uh, holiday parties but all in all it is leaving people stressed about money and what is one way to alleviate stress well let's use debt let's use debt to get rid of the stress and let's use debt to potentially help us out so uh, buy now pay later plans or, you know, just to quickly, you know, talk about what exactly these are. They are a way that you can split payments up over several installments. You've probably seen them as installment plans. You've probably seen them as 
um, a, a bunch of different things, but buy now, pay later uh, is kind of what they're called. BNPL is kind of what else is something else you may see it as. Well, the first time I really saw these uh, show up was in the cell phone industry, you know, the Verizons and AT&Ts and T-Mobiles and Sprints and all that back then. They switched to this this two-year activation plan type of thing, and they resorted to saying, you know what, you don't have to sign a two-year contract. You can We'll just lock you into the contract of the phone, right? And then they, they came out with these installments. Um, and that kind of went to, it, it, it grew. It went to other areas of the business, right? It went to other areas of this like idea that, we can just make people start to think about, I can not only you know, get an installment or finance my phone, but I can do that with other things that are also you know, retail type items. And that's when the onset of buy now, pay later kind of came, came into play, okay? So they're very flexible. Uh, they can be helpful, especially at this time of the year. Uh, and I'm saying helpful. <laughs> I'm not telling you helpful as in go out and get one because I'm actually going to talk completely about why you should not go out and get one. So not helpful in that sense, but helpful in a way that when someone feels they're in a bind, they're in a pinch, they're in a pickle, and they have all these other expenses going on that they can resort to this, this buy now, pay later, and it can help them kind of get through the difficult part, right? It can help them get through that that part that financial you know battle that they're, they're going through currently and i know that these are people are prone to these for the fact that there I've, i looked up many studies about like how how predominant are these one in five americans will use a buy now pay later plan this holiday season that's nuts one in five percent right or one at one in five so twenty percent 20% of people will use a buy now, pay later plan this holiday season. And that will drive an estimated 17 billion with a B dollars in spending. That's totally nuts, right? Like it's totally nuts. Huge market for these. So I'm not sure and put it in the comment section if you can think of a time before the cell phone industry kind of kicked these things off. But that's the first time that I recall seeing them, okay? That's the first time that I recall seeing them. So maybe there's more out there. Maybe you remember before then, but that's the first time I remember seeing them. And it's it's kind of ironic, right? I think back to like when I was growing up and layaway plans were a big thing, right? <laughs> layaway. If you probably remember layaway. Um, you know, Layaway was a big thing, especially for the holiday, because it's kind of like the old school buy, buy now, pay later, but it's very different, right? Because if you think back to layaway, you couldn't bring the item with you until it was paid off, right? You couldn't bring that item home. And that's how, you know, it, we've kind of shifted because in the end, like if let's just say hypothetically that you got to the end of your layaway uh, plan and you didn't, or or maybe you you started it and then you didn't want to finish it, there's a good chance that you could cancel it and get most, if not all, of your money back for it. You know, there was a small like restocking fee or something that they would charge, but more importantly, you could cancel it and kind of get your money back, right? 
layaway is also different in the sense that because you couldn't take the item home, you could never fall in love with the item, right? You see, you see the big difference, right? Layaway, they held on to the item. So, you know, I've talked in episodes in, in the past about like, if you want an item and you write it down and 30 days later, you still have the same desire for that item, go get it, right? There's, you, you kind of worn off that, that impulsiveness of it, right? 30 days, maybe 60 days kind of drives away your impulsiveness, whatever it is. You kind of can get away from the impulsiveness just by like writing it down and coming back to it. And that is something that layaway was allowing for <laughs> is you could you could technically go and pay for this thing. It's kick off your layaway payment plan and get it, you know, at a certain time. But on the other side of it, you could you could say that I just don't want it. Like I just I'm just not interested in it. And you could cancel it. But you never fell in love with it. You never brought it home and fell in love with it. Buy now, pay later is the complete opposite. You get the enjoyment of this item without the actual pain of spending money on it. Yet, right? Like yet, like um, it, it, it's a, it is a, is a crazy thing. But I can take it home. I can get it adopted into my lifestyle. I can fit it right and mold it right where I wanted it. That it was going, it's just going to fulfill me in this way. I can fall in love with it, and then the bill comes. But you're you're so in love with it, right? You can't send it back. <laughs> you don't want to return it. You've 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 adopted it into your lifestyle. So buy now, um, pay later plans create this sense of like instant gratification. It, it it fulfills that instant gratification, and it makes you more likely to buy things that you don't need or can't afford because you don't physically have to put any money down on these things. Like it's no money down, pay us in two months maybe, right? Because they got to get you in love with it, right? You got to be in love with that thing. So that's the importance of this episode. That's why I wanted to talk about it because it seems like this convenient way to purchase things, convenient way to purchase gifts, convenient way to purchase things for your loved ones is leading to overspending and debt, right? And debt. Back in the day, we would say credit cards are like one of the 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 biggest traps of debt because it was convenient. You got this plastic, you you bought something, you you started the plan, and eventually you you possibly couldn't afford it. The interest started to kick in, it started to grow faster than you expected, and now you have you have a problem on your hands. Well, these buy now pay later plans are kind of potentially come up becoming the new debt trap. It's because it, now it's, it's not just, it's, it's almost like the subscription problem that we have. And buy now pay later is, is leveraging these like small payments, right? Because it's easy to pay $7.99 for Netflix. It's easy to pay $9.99 for, and I don't know the price of Netflix and, and all these other subscription services. I'm making prices up, but it's easy to pay for, you know, these different, I'm not even gonna call them out anymore. Cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna get them off. Cause I don't know how much they cost. So they, it's easy to pay for these subscriptions. It's also easy to get this item and pay it as if it's like a subscription, right? It's this little small fee and those little small fees start to add up and they start to really get you. So if you're paying $10 a month for this new cell phone and you're paying $20 a month for this new computer and you're paying $30 a month for this other new gadget and $50 a month for this other new gadget and all these things, um, that's pretty out, outrageous, right? 
uh, and it was it was funny because it's not it's not like just these it's it's, it's everywhere. It's no I, I couldn't tell you a certain retail market that it that this thing really is predominant in because it's everywhere. So that's kind of why I wanted to kick this episode off. And, and it was a very long intro to talk about why I wanted to kick this off, but this is important. It's very important because if this is, and let's just call it, it is the new debt trap. It is the new debt trap. If this is the new debt trap, is it something that you're falling for? Is it something that you're 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 going to fall for this holiday season? Are you going to be a part of that $17 billion in revenue? Are you going to be a part of that, right? And that's what I want to talk about today. Because for many, it's appealing. It is appealing. And and many want to want to just go that route. So I want to quickly talk through, you know, what is the appeal to it? What's the downsides? And just give you some alternatives. And that's how I wanted to wrap up this episode is just some, some alternatives that you can start to think about so that you don't have to resort to a buy now, pay later, BNPL. Uh, otherwise, if you see it as an acronym. So let's start off with the appeal. What is the appeal? Well, the biggest appeal to, and, and I'm, I missed, I should have used this slide before, uh, but we'll just go straight into the appeal. So what is the appeal of buy now, pay later? Well, biggest appeal is it's a convenient way to manage holiday expenses. These are going to allow customers to purchase items, pay for them installments, and then not have to worry about paying the full amount up front. So they can get little Johnny and little Susie's Christmas gifts. And like, so if I wanted to buy four really nice things for my kids, right? Four really nice things. Two for two for Bobby and two for Suzanne. Um, my kids are not Bobby and Suzanne, obviously. These are very uh, fictitious people. Bobby and Suzanne, they're getting two items each, and I want to buy them from the items cost $500 each. So I have two options here, right? I can pay a $2,000 right now, or I could pay potentially $40 a month, right? So out of pocket, right? Out of pocket, I'm coming out $160 this month, $160 next month. $160 the next month, right? That's appealing. That's appealing. I'm only having to come out $160 and I can get $2,000 worth of Christmas gifts for Bobby and Suzanne. I think that's the names I chose. I forgot. Bobby and Suzanne, like $160 bucks versus $2,000, appealing. One in five Americans are going to use buy now, pay later plans. Why? Because it's appealing. It's appealing. $160 versus $2,000 for, for the kids' Christmas gifts, very appealing, right? Very appealing. This is something that is crazy. It's crazy. And people are getting sold on this. It's, it's alive and it is a new debt trap. It is. It really is a new debt trap. It's showing up everywhere. So right here on the screen, you can see Afterpay, Affirm, PayPal, Sezzle, all these things. Those are the major ones that I see more times than not. Um, but Affirm, PayPal, Afterpay, and Sezzle are kind of the, the, what is that, four? Yeah, four that I see the most at a checkout. At a checkout, I'm seeing those. The other ones that are on the screen are Reapay, Re uh, uh, Klarna, ZipPay, um, Adam, or, or something like that. I don't even know. I don't keep up with these. I apologize. Sorry, CEO of Adam or Atami or whatever your, your company's name is. I am not a fan of any of these companies, any of these companies, none of them, not a single one of them. 
right? Not a single one of them. So I don't care what their names is, if I'm totally honest. New debt trap will destroy your personal finances if you get involved in them, right? But they are beneficial. They're appealing. They're flexible. $160 versus $2,000. They're flexible. There's potentially no interest to low interest. Caveats, always caveats. Don't pay those things. And we're going to talk about some of the downsides, but don't pay those things. You will have some interest. You will have some fees. Don't get too bogged down in these like headline things. No interest, low interest, like those things. Appealing, fast approval process. I've never gone through the approval process, so I can't tell you how fast it is. However, I am seeing that it's at the very end of a checkout. I am pretty sure it's not that hard to get, you know, approved on this thing. And I also read, once again, I've never done these, but the research I did do that most of these don't even have a credit check, right? They don't even have a credit check. So they are simply making someone with poor credit. You see the problem here. Someone that has shown a, a, you know, semi bad history or some, some worse history of paying back debt. We're just going to prove you because we're going to get you. We're going to get you locked in and we're going to get your fees and your, and your, your, your interest and all these other things. We're going to get you right. Um, so that being said, these are appealing and you can see why they're appealing. They're very appealing to someone that is in desperate need of trying to, to get a Christmas gift for their children, to get a Christmas gift for their loved ones or their friends. These are appealing, very appealing. So what are the downsides? If, if, if all those things are they're great, right? They're great. What are the downsides? Well, simply put there, put there are simply foot, uh, simply put there's hidden fees and interest rates associated with the plans right? We have potentially interest-free loans, Affirm, Afterpay, Klarna, all these things, they offer interest-free loans. However, many have reported surprise fees and difficulties getting refunds when they wanted to return the item, right? Difficulty returning the item or getting a refund once they once they return the item. Some of those uh, surprise fees, they were reported as being charged like unexpected fees. For example, like one customer that I I saw was charged a $25 fee for being two days late on a payment, right? So if they were late, they got charged a $25 fee. There are additional charges if you do potentially return the item. So if you return the item, some customers are reporting that they are being charged. uh, Some of the, like they're losing almost like a restocking fee, not only to the company that is returning it to, but also to the one that financed it right? So potentially two restocking fee charges, high interest rates. Um, Some of the examples are like a 37% APR paid over 24 months. Um, Nuts, higher than credit cards, higher than credit cards, new debt trap, remember new debt trap, late fees. uh, For example, after pay, they charge a $10 late fee for the first missed payment and additional $7 if the payment isn't made in seven days. Um, I don't know how long that continues to, to, to accumulate, but late fees, hidden fees, right? Zero, they, you know, many advertise zero cost financing option. Uh, but many have like these like hidden fees, whether it be a charge late fee or a missed payment fee, or bank could, could charge you fees for insufficient funds and all these different things. There's just fees, fees, fees. Remember that, that there are a, they're, they're out to make money. They're not like just helping you get your Christmas gifts. They're out to make money and they're taking advantage of you to do so. 
Okay. So thinking through all that, thinking through all that, you have to remember that most people, when they, when they're, when they're traversing this route, they are taking on unsustainable debt or they're overspending. Overspending is potentially uh, one thing, but you know, when I'm, when I'm really talking about for overspendings, they're buying things they can't that they can't afford, uh, or they're take they're buying things that they normally wouldn't buy now that it's more easily accessible. That's what I mean when I'm saying overspending. According to Credit Karma, 38% of buy now pay letter users have missed at least one payment. So we're we're pushing the 40% of them right have missed at least one payment. 72% of them have seen a negative impact on their credit score. 20% of buy now pay letter users have taken on more debt to pay off their balances. That's nuts. So they paid off debt with debt because they could not afford the buy now pay later balances. So they had gotten so far in debt, they had to take on other debt, potentially probably like a personal loan or uh, something of that nature to pay off something. Nuts, nuts, right? This is crazy. It's crazy. It is a new debt trap. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, blowing smoke. Like this is a new debt trap. You got to be careful. You've got to be careful. So what can you do? What can you do if you are at a, at a crossroad, right? What can you do? Well, I came up with some alternatives for you for Christmas presents for whatever the case may be. Um, we're mid November at this point, almost, uh, or just past mid November. And here's a couple ways. Here's the four ways that I came up with that you've got to, you've got to figure out how you can do this without a buy now, pay later plan without a credit card, right? Because I'm going to, I'm going to conclude with this, but I also want to say it right now is that if, if you're taking on debt, to buy a gift for a friend, for a family member. If you're taking on debt to do that, you're wildly, wildly headed down the wrong path. You, your friends and family members, if I ask them, hey, would you be willing to, you know, give up a gift from this person for if if you knew that they were taking on debt to get it? Every one of them would tell me yes. Like, yeah, don't get me a gift. Don't get me a gift. I don't want you in debt for you to buy me a gift. Like, just don't give me a gift, right? Like, just don't give me a gift. Like, everyone. And if they don't say that, they are not your friend, right? And they're not a very good family member. So, if they don't say that, like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know why I'm talking to them, right? Nobody should want you to take on debt to buy them a gift, right? Nobody, nobody. So. What can you do? Well, budgeting is the number one thing that you can do. You've got to plan your expenses ahead of time. Right now, you're run, you're a little short on time to be planning, but that's only saying that you're running short on time for planning for something extravagant. That doesn't mean you can't just you can't try to say, you know what, I'm gonna set aside ten dollars this month and ten dollars next month, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this person a twenty dollar you know Visa card or something, something small, something small but impactful, something small. It doesn't mean that you're out of time. It just means that like if you thought you were going to get them a $100 gift, you might be resorting to a $15 or $20 gift, right? And that's fine. That's fine. Do not take on debt to get someone a gift, okay? So that's the first thing. You got to you got to plan early. If you 
starting at the end of this Christmas season and all this is over, start in January planning for the next December. Because then you can do $10 a month and by October, you're you're at $100, right? And so you see how this is different. Now you're, we're talking a different story. You got your $100 by October and you still got plenty of time to buy the gift, November and December, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all these things, right? Totally cool at that point. But you've got to stick to the budget. You've got to do that. The second thing is the saving. I kind of just alluded to that, but start saving small every month at the beginning of the year. So you're not trying to rush at the end and take on additional debt to, to get your gifts. Sales and discounts, sales and discounts. If you thought you were going to get them, uh, this version or this model or this whatever, and you got to get this other one, but it's the same item, but this one's on sale for 50% off. Like just get the 50% off, right? They'll be happy with it. They'll be happy with it. Don't, don't, don't overthink that. They'll be happy with it. So it's one of those things, but use black Friday and cyber Monday and all those other things to take advantage of deals. Um, biggest thing is just to wait, just to wait. Don't, don't rush into the gift buying thing. Don't buy, you know, overbuy things or overpay for things. Um, just wait, just wait for a good deal to come and then take it. And then the last thing I, I did think about, and I was like, you know what, this is a great cost effective and personal touch way to get people gifts make homemade gifts. Consider making them at home, right? Don't make them junk, right? Like don't make a gift that that nobody would want. But if you can think about something that it would be super, super useful, go with a homemade gift. It's not only cost effective, but it does add that personal touch, right? It does add a personal touch. Say, I, 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 this was a tough year for me, man. This is a tough year for me, but I wanted to make sure that you knew that I was thinking about you. And here's here's something that I, that I, I made. Um, it's not the, it's not extravagant, but I wanted you to know that that the, you know I, I thought that this would mean a lot to you. And give it to them, right? Just give it to them. But I think that that's kind of we, we overblow gifts, and right, we we really overblow gifts. Like gifts are there's a difference, and 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 I was talking um, I was talking with some folks about this before, but there's a difference in in buying someone a gift and showing an act of kindness. It's two different things, right? Buying someone a gift just to buy it, it's almost worthless, right? It's almost worthless, right? Because if I give you a gift, there's this, it's like transactional, right? Like now something comes back, right? I'm expecting something back, right? An act of kindness is saying, you know what? Like, th- like you mean enough to me. Like I want to show this appreciation to you. Right. We've turned a lot of holidays into into a boom for retail, right? A boom for retail. Thinking back to to when I worked in retail, number one time of the year, most money sold was at this time of year. Like the whole year. Like it was okay if you lost money all year because you knew you were gonna make it up in the last quarter. That's crazy. That's crazy. Businesses are okay losing money in all the other quarters because they know they're going to make it up at the end. We've turned it into a a boom for retail, but that's fine. That's fine. What I'm telling you is that you can shift. Don't go into debt over it. If you've got a little extra cash laying around and you save properly, buy the things that you want for those that you love. But if it if you're going to go into debt over it, not worth it. So hopefully you got something out of this. Like I said, it was a, it was something that um, I thought very, very highly of. Uh, and I wanted to to make sure that I, that I talked to everyone about, um, but it was it was something that it it really like I, I'd seen it over and over again uh, where people are 
legitimately going into debt over these things. And and I know you can't see this this uh, image very well, but but I, I kind of wanted to hit the highlights of this image. And if you're on podcast, I'll read it to you. But the top reason that that people use a buy now pay later service is they say they didn't have enough money. Eighteen percent say they didn't have enough money at the time to cover the full amount. Right. So they're literally eighteen percent of the people said. I don't have enough money to buy this, but I'm going to buy it anyway, and I'm going to leverage that to do it, right? Like, I don't have enough to buy this, but I'm going to buy it anyway. 18%, like, that's pretty high. Pretty high, 16% said that they, you know, it's easier to budget a smaller payment, right? Easier to budget a smaller payment. Um, I'm going to tell you how I read this and, and why it's wrong, is that it's it, it solves instant gratification, right? That's what that says to me is that you couldn't wait because you could still budget the smaller payment, right? You just can't get the item right now. Like, so if the payment's $15 a month, you could have saved $15 a month and got the item cheaper because there's no interest, no fees, no nothing. You could have got the item cheaper. You just couldn't wait, right? So that's what that says to me. I'll keep going. 15% said they wanted to take advantage of a good timely sale, meaning that they really fall into the 18%. They don't have enough money to cover the full amount at the time. So those are kind of the same. Like you still fall into the same category. 11% say the fees and interest are lower than a credit card. Once again, you can't afford the item. Otherwise, you wouldn't have to put it on a credit card. Shall I continue? 11% say the, they're going to pay off the purchase over 11% say to pay off a purchase over a long time, meaning that Nobody intentionally wants to pay it off over a long time, so they just don't have enough money to buy the thing. You say I can almost probably go to a hundred percent of this um, and say that it, you know it, it. You just don't have enough money to buy it, right? You just don't have enough. You just don't have enough, and you need to wait. Just wait. Just wait. So, hopefully, you got something out of this episode. I, I did want to go through that last part, but hopefully, you got something out of it. Um, it was a you know a. a totally timely episode because I'm seeing these time, you know, more and more right now than, than I have previously. But it, I really hope that you enjoyed it. I really hope that you did. Uh, it's been a a pleasure going through this episode. It's been a pleasure uh, walking through walking through it. If you do have questions, comments, you know, leave them in the comment section at the bottom. Um, if, if maybe if you're if you're struggling with this and, and, and it's something that that you need help with, just head over to the financialmirror.org. We'll work together. I'll be your personal finance coach. We'll walk through, get your budget set up, get everything established so that we can get you out of debt and we do not let buy now, pay later plans take over your personal finances. And if you do want to give an extra dose of support, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. Once again, I appreciate you watching. This one went a little longer than I expected, but um, it was timely. I'm very passionate about it because of the fact that it's it's a it's something that is growing. It's growing in nature. More people are doing it. I'm seeing it pop up everywhere. So I know that people that these companies are making money. There's a lot of people out here that are that are falling for this new debt trap. And I just wanted to get an episode out there to hopefully try to get this in front of, you know, a ton of eyes and just help you not make the decision to go into debt over a gift. Right. And I want to leave you with that. If you did like the episode, don't forget to like, share the episode with your friends, subscribe to the channel. Uh, always super helpful to to get more subscribers on the channel. It, it does help with the, the the algorithms to get this out to more listeners. And I just want to continue to help people grow 
in their personal finance knowledge. So till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.